Good evening, Merva Rabbi And we are going to continue and Mitzvah uh, Shem complete Cheshben number Yud Gimel this evening, the end of the week. So we'll end with the Cheshben Yud Gimel. Cheshben Yud Gimel, as we have learned, is the Cheshben of making sure that all the things that we know we put into practice. And uh, as we say, sometimes it's easier said than done. And here, that's what we're saying, what we know to be true, and we say, we have to make sure that that matches up, that it it compares to what we know our maizim should be like our chokhmah, and our efforts in terms of Avedis Hashem should be in, in accordance with the understanding and appreciation we have for Avedis Hashem. Now, problem is that uh, we have a Yetzirah, and the Yetzirah incessantly tries to get us to sin. That's his job. That is his job. It's been his job since the time of creation. He tries to get a person to sin. Every person in his own uh, level, in his own arena, in his own world, he tried to get Avram Avinu not to do the Akedah. And he he went to great lengths. Which you see, HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows the Yetzirah a lot at his disposal. He has to put into his arsenal of weapons to go against the person. And he, uh, by the case of Avram Avinu, the end of this week's Parsha, the Medrash tells us that he, the Yetzirah made himself into a body of water. And Avram Avinu is walking, 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 until the mat, still came up to his neck. There's so many different excuses that Avram Avinu could have had not to go through with the Nisayin. And that was the last Nisayin, which was the greatest, and therefore it's talked about so much in the Chazal. So we have a Yetzirah. And therefore the, the Chavos ends with this point. After discussing that we understand Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives every person a field, and the seeds to sow the field, which is every person what he has to do, with the abilities to accomplish what he has to do, and all of the energy that he has to do. And that energy should not be misused because he says if it's misused for things that we don't need, it could not be there at the time when we do need it for the Torah and the Eulah. And he ends off like this. He guard yourself. Maybe you'll come up with some sort of excuse the truth is, anybody who sins, he has an excuse. He doesn't just say, eh, I don't care. He has an excuse, and he needs to do this, he needs to say this, he needs to eat this. It's not really wrong. There's uh, There are those who permit it. Hashem will understand. There's a whole book of excuses when a person sins. And he, he warns us, maybe you'll take up your excuses. He says, every sinner tries to make excuses. However, you know, even with all the excuses in the book, it doesn't save from punishment. You know, when when the cop stops you for speeding, or for some other misdemeanor of driving, you also have some excuses. I didn't realize it. I wasn't paying attention. I'm in a rush. It's an emergency. And uh, the excuses don't really get get you anywhere. Sometimes you find a nice guy who'll give you off just with a warning. But 
the excuses, okay, I, I understand you have excuses why you did it, but you broke the law, and therefore you're going to get a ticket, you're going to pay for it. And he says that's the way it is, as Shlom HaMelech says, The person who steals, the thief, because he was hungry. In other words, the, the thief stole not just for kicks, not for fun. He stole because he was hungry. He needed to feed himself or his family. It doesn't matter. You tell it to the judge, as they say. And he says, oh, you know, I needed to, to, to feed my family. I didn't have enough money, so I figured, you know, there are so many uh, boxes of these uh, foods on the shelves, I figured they wouldn't be uh, missing too much if I just take it on myself without paying for it. And I couldn't afford to pay for it. So the, the uh, Pesach says, why is he doing this? He's doing it because he's hungry. He's hungry and that's why he feels he has to steal. But yet, So says the Even though he, his depression is clear, we see that he was under a certain amount of pressure to take other people's money. In a case of halacha, when, when the Bezdin would be involved over here, he would have to pay for what he stole. When it's a Geneva, he pays kefil, he pays double. That's a penalty, like Gemara tells us in Babakamba, Bamitzia. Kolshkein Sharachatoy. So a person always has excuses. Uh, the Mashkiach would say that, and a person has excuses, you know, if Hashem wouldn't make me this way, then I wouldn't have this Nisayin. You know, if I wouldn't have such a strong Yetzirah, then I wouldn't fall into his trap. I wouldn't be Nikshal. And that is true. That's true, but that's what the Yetzirah is there for. And almost all Nisayinists that a person is given, he has the ability to overcome it. He does. Now, we don't always overcome it. We don't always win. We have to know that we may lose the battle, but we have to win the war. That's the way it is, because the the, uh, the Pesach already tells us, Shlomo Amalek says, Ki tzaddik asher lo, asher lo There's no even a tzaddik in the world that doesn't sin at all. Even a tzaddik sins. Even a tzaddik is, has his battles. And it's a struggle. It's a struggle to overcome it. Just uh, just this afternoon, someone was telling me that his grandfather was very close to Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach. Now, if anybody had a this schus, and I did on more than one occasion, of meeting Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach. He was the epitome of a, a gentle soul, the epitome of a Balmides. He was so kind and smiled at everybody, he was so soft to everybody, a, an amazing human being. And he told this fellow's grandfather, he says, this wasn't the Shlomo Zalman of always. He says, when I was younger, I would agitate people, and I was annoying to be around. But he worked on himself. He worked. That's what makes people great. I should say that's what makes the great people stand out, because they work on themselves and they understand it's a lifelong avoid. It's a lifelong pursuit to perfect the nisayinus that we have. They say about Reb Chaim Brisker also documented in, in, the, in the book of his life. Reb Chaim Brisker was known also to be a tremendous bal chesed. Would do so many things for people. Even with his great genius, his house was open. He would give. Uh, he would give tzedakah money that he had he would just give out to other people and just focus it on the people and 
he once made a comment. He says, people think Ich bin Agute. That I said, I was born a good person. He said, it's not true. He says, the first time I gave tzedakah, I gave uh, a, the first time I gave a significant sum of tzedakah, he says, I didn't sleep a whole night. I was tossing and turning. Oive, what's going to be? I don't have enough money now. But I worked on myself and I broke those midas. I broke the midah of being stingy, of being worried. And a person has the ability to break it. But all the while, a person is going to say, when he does fail, fail, he has excuses. So we have to be careful that it's better to confess and say, I was wrong. And not give it excuses. Because then we know I was wrong and I lost the battle. But next time I'll ask Hashem for more help. And next time I'll win. Because the Moliach Kodesh Baruch Hu, If Hashem doesn't help us against the battle of the Eight Saudi Gemara Kedushin tells us, Lo Yochale, it's impossible. Al-Kain, Therefore, Simlecho Arichas Hazois Lesholo. He says, take this, take this as, as booty for you. Take all of this idea. And make sure we take it to heart while we still have the ability to pay back the obligations, our debts to HaKadosh Baruch Hu every day. Don't push off what you have to do today to tomorrow. That's the way old people are also, as the Chavis writes a thousand years ago. I know you're going to procrastinate. I know this is something I have to work on. I have to work on my midas. I have to work on startling Musar. Don't put it off to tomorrow. Get on it today. And as you'll be from those people that uh, you think, oh, I have plenty of time still. The person doesn't know how much time he is. He has. And if the person's time comes already and he has a whole plan that someday he's going to change himself and in the meantime, it's too late. Then all these excuses will come to haunt him. And all of his, his claims will be stopped. This world is like a marketplace. What a beautiful marshal. What an apt marshal. The world is like a marketplace. You come to the market day. Nowadays, our commerce works differently. You know, most people... At least many people, they shop online. No, shop online 24-7. For us, 24-6. It's always open. It's always available. Maybe. Oh, you have to wear hands. There's only two left in stock. Oh, boy. And then you see there's one left in stock. Three days later, only two left in stock. Don't believe that stuff. But anyway, the, 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 in the days of old, you would come when people had the market day. This is when they would sell their wares. This is when they, you could buy things to either take home for for usage or to make a profit with it. But once they close the shuk, it's too late. It's over. The world is like a market that everybody gathers at one point in time. And after the day of the shuk, the yirid is finished, the, the, the Mardi Gras, and then it's all over. Someone who used this time wisely, he bought stuff, he is able to profit, He's going to be happy. The guy goes to the marketplace and he's so busy. Wow, look at this thing here. He gets, at the, he gets busy with the entertainment, get busy schmoozy with this guy and the time passes and he doesn't use his time properly to be able to gain during that time. That's why Shlomo Amalek says, remember Hashem, in other words, let's get to work on this. 
while we're still young. And we're all young. We're all young. We still have time ahead of us. Before the days of evil. What's the days of evil? The days of evil, the Gemara says, the simple pshat is, when a person will not be here anymore. The Gemara says, Elu Yemais HaMashiach. The Yemais HaMashiach is also evil. Why is it evil? Because at that time it's going to be too late. The Gemara says, at that time it's too late. That when the Mashiach will come, the market is closed. So that's also an interpretation of this Pesach. That we use the time wisely. We can do it. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. We shouldn't get discouraged because we failed once, twice, ten times. We got to keep doing it until we are able to condition ourselves to become better, to be ready to fight the Eight Sahara, to be able to make these calculations and accountings with ourselves that what we know we could put into practice and it comes to a point where indeed our maizim are commensurate in accordance with our knowledge. A good tonight and a good Shabbos.